Well, speaking speaking about uh, social skills, I'm going to bring on Steve Grillo, the great Steve Grillo, the gr- Grillovator, and he is going. Well, you interrupted my fucking dinner, Jesse. What the fuck? <laughs> Trying to have dinner, I got to jump on Jesse Nash's show. <laughs> Trying to eat a hot dog, I got to come on and fucking do your show. <laughs> Sorry, so Grillo, Grillo comes from an unusual background, and he actually uses dating sites, which he admitted to me. And I wanted to have him come on here to talk about that. Now, Grillo, what has been your experience using these dating sites? Hold on, I got a hot dog in my mouth. Yeah, but it's just a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) When it first started, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. Now, I don't know. I haven't had any success lately. And I don't know if they're just hyping it up. They're making it something... Like that, that it's more fake than it was. Maybe it was more real back when I first did it. But it's not like it's in the beginning. It seemed that I had a, a, lot, a little more success doing it. And as of right now, it's got a, now that I'm single, um, I'm not finding uh, it as it, it, much fun as it was in the beginning. In the beginning, like being two years ago, but I did meet somebody that I dearly loved and cared about, but got dumped on one of the websites, and it turned out to be a good thing. But um, in the in the beginning, it was just basically, you know, one or two times, and then see ya. So, guys, can you, John, can you give Grillo yeah. some some help here? Can you help this man? Well, I think yeah. I think the deal is you got to have a girl do your profile. You got to have a girl write everything. You got to have a girl pick your pictures. I don't. I kind of rush these things. I have no fucking patience. So I basically, and I write stupid shit. <laughs> I write stupid shit on my profile. Like, because, like, what do you write? What do you write? Right, like, I, I don't know. Let's find out. So, I write stupid <laughs> shit. Like, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, spontaneous. Let's be spontaneous and do something fucking fun. You know, like because I want to. I want to see if someone gets the joke. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you oh, get the joke right. and you see that I'm fucking around, then you know. <laughs> I think, but but if, if you really want to be serious about it. I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even fill it out. I'm just hoping for someone to like. Where's my profile? So so all right. So Eileen, you're the matchmaker here. Give Steve a little uh, a little. I, th- I think you just I just give you my account information and you just fill it out because I, I'm having no luck. I, I need your credit card first to take it off. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the first thing is that you're probably putting too many words down, and it's you don't need a girl to do it. You need yourself to do it. And um, the next thing that's really important is uh, something one of you said about pictures is the worst thing people do on an app that cracks me up is they put a photo of them from 10 years ago. Um, Honestly, when you meet someone in person, they're going to see your weight, your height. So, Steve, don't lie. That's the first thing. I don't lie. I said, yeah, I'm in a motorcycle club. I have a cat named Shirley, and I own a mansion and a yacht. I would, but I would swipe you away. I would think you're obnoxious. So yeah, <laughs> no, I am. Luck, Eileen. Don't, don't be gentle with Drillo. You know, you got to tell him how you really feel. Well, he's he's you saw the size of that wiener. He needs help. Sorry. He needs help, right? I do. I do need help. So don't well, be I'm... sarcastic. It's going to turn people off. If you really want to meet someone, show like some things that you be funny, but. You know, many women are going to read that and be like, oh, he's obnoxious. Like, you're funny, right? I'm funny. I'm spontaneous. But, you know, 
try to be a little serious too, because someone, everyone doesn't only mm. want humor. They want to watch Netflix and sit in front of the TV and not laugh. What if I just say I want to bang? <laughs> no, I, you know what? Good idea. <laughs> See, this is the thing, you know, you know, like Jimmy and John and, you know, all of you guys, this is what you're dealing with here. This man. No, in the no, 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 no. Do not lump me in with. Do not do that. Okay. I just caught the last four minutes of his show. Do not lump me. And I know he's a funny guy, but I am not that way. I just want to All say right. I, I want to do filthy and nasty things to you, and then and hopefully that that works. Yeah. Oh okay. my God. Oh my God. I I I Jimmy, can you help this? Can you help this man? Who are you talking to? You know, I'd like to uh, ask Eileen something because, you know, we are bringing syndicated personalities to have their own dating platform. I mean, it's powerful stuff. And we also have, by the way, Eileen, yes. something that we think might be a groundbreaker, and that's a, a charitable extension to all of this, where 5% of that sub is going to the, to the personalities uh, charity. Is an enormous fraud factor, Eileen, that we have, yes. you know, found out about, and um, and the company that we've partnered with has, you know, spends millions in A and I. But how do you deal with that on your level? So you know, it's a great question. Um, I spend a lot of time. I I take a lot of men on, um, and I spend a lot of time getting to know them. We take their driver's license. We absolutely do um, a background check on them. Um, and unfortunately, you have to go with your gut after meeting some people. Listen, I've met some men out that want to hire me and they've stalked me. Um, but it's really spending, listening to what people are saying and really seeing if they're sincere, making sure they're not married, you know, right. and stuff like that. And I mean, and Eileen, isn't that Bumble's? Isn't that Bumble's unique selling opportunity that if you're a guy, you got to wait until the lady knocks on your door? Right. I went on Bumble. My daughter put me on it. I'm a matchmaker. And I think it's, a, I mean, I'm, listen, everyone can't afford a matchmaker. Everyone can't afford what we all do. So you have to go to an app because you just can't. But I agree with you. It's very scary who people are, what they are, and if they're, if they're killers or if they're even married and you know, you re it's a scary thing out there. Um, and the best thing is it to is. be cautious. It is. What does it cost for you to, what does it cost for someone say like me, hypothetically to have you find someone? Is there a guarantee uh, that you're going to, we're going to get someone that's interested. Is it more than just one date? Uh, is it, uh, you know, what's the process of someone that is interested in what you do? Sure. So it's anywhere between 9,000 to 25,000. And you get a certain amount of dates for a certain period um, of time. But also, we, Steve, what we do is we, we, we help you out. You know, we tell you, you know, it's kind of like what this group does. But we train, you know, we, we, work, we work you through it. Like I tell my male clients, I'm the third voice. Stories are your date, the girl's date, and then there's the truth. And many times going through a matchmaker, I've saved a date because Steve, how many dates have you had that you said, that's great. I'm going to get it. And then the girl's like, Oh God, or, <laughs> you know, you don't know, but I get to help that date out. And if it's an iffy thing, Steve, if a girl is iffy, I'll push it. Like, 
you know, he was nervous. He was extra funny. He had hot dog out of his nose, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, is that... Um, well, not out of his nose today. Yeah, but it's expensive, Steve. That's why I'm saying apps are important also. Now, let me uh, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How safe is all this? Because that's the one thing. There are a lot of strange people out there. There are a lot of weird well, what, people. How, do you wait, how, how safe is what? Is, is, how is safe is meet? going on a dating app or, or, or you know, yeah. you're going on there blind. You, you're only going by what the profile is. How do you weed out the weirdos? I mean, generally, if like for me, I just skip. I mean, I'm not saying I've never been on a dating app, but there is also just the, which is e the easiest thing to do is, is actually learn how to be social and build a life. So it's the hardest and the easiest. And I'm a big proponent of that, which is building a life around your interests and passions. If you like going to art galleries, go out to way more art galleries. You're not going to meet anyone at home uh, other than swiping. Uh, so getting out. Following your interests, following your passions, uh, go, even going to, I, I meet uh, people in tea shops because I love tea, or I might meet someone at uh, a workout class, or while I'm out walking because I love to take a walk in the city, or now I'm in Miami right now, I love to take a walk. And you, you can meet people by, by living, and it's really, that's, there's not any fear to that any more than there is doing anything else in life. If you can't tell the difference between someone with bad energy and good energy, then you're in trouble. That, so this is the kind of stuff you learn from living. Yeah. You're online, online you meet in a public place. If you meet someone online, you never say, hey, come." I don't care if you're a, the biggest, strongest guy in the world. You don't invite the girl over to your house. You don't know who's coming. So you meet people in public places. You get to know them. And, uh, and don't be, you know, don't want something more than you want to get to know the person. So for a guy, it's often sex. For a girl, it could be something else. And it's like, if you want sex more than you actually want to meet and connect with somebody, then you have a chance of being taken because you're not really listening to the signs that you're getting from somebody. What about a hot dog? What about a hot dog stand? You ever meet a girl at a hot dog stand? <laughs> I don't eat hot dogs, but, uh, but, but, I, but I definitely could do it. Yeah. So yeah. for, the, for yeah. the dating experts here, which I'm not, like I say, we're new to this. Hasn't the chat factor really cushion the blow for detect hasn't it made your bullshit detector go up higher eileen you know when you're talking I, yeah. to that person you're not going to fake you, you know you are so smart you are so smart. you have a good bullshit that. you have That's a good bullshit detector so you know because you've been doing this for a while but for the first time you know data the, the person out there you know who's not been doing this all the time because of covid how do they figure out who the who what the bullshit is and and what the real you know opportunities are? It's just you know, like what what Steve was saying on the app. If you put too much things down, you're bullshitting. You can't like to read poetry, ski, kayak, paddleboard, do everything. And the problem is through COVID, everyone keeps talking and talking and talking. Now the optimistic part of me, I'm saying everyone has to stop talking on the phone now and going for the walk outside and really getting to feel the body chemistry between each other. And can you really carry a conversation without the phone? But this is the problem. This is where we go back to what Kim was saying earlier about the fear. I have a, I'm afraid to go up near anybody. I was afraid of Grillo even before COVID. Now, can you imagine how I feel? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, have a, I have a problem with text and I'm gonna tell you why. Because uh, especially after the relationship I unfortunately just got out of, I text arguing, text fighting, 
texts in general can come across as the wrong thing, as the wrong intention in what you're writing. Whereas if you're speaking to someone, there's emotion and tone in your voice. Body language. Body language. And, and on a text, it can really come across as you're saying or coming across as the wrong thing. And it can really cause more problems than anything. It's just, I don't, I don't like, initially, yes. Hi, how are you? This sounds cool. I like this picture. You seem like a nice person. Here's my number. That's where I draw the line, you know? See, Steve, this is what was great about you. This is what you should be writing in your app. I'm not a texter, whatever. Girls are going to get turned on by that. Texting is bullshit. You can't read anybody's voice tone. How many times did you want to throw the phone because of a friend? So, Steve, my first advice to you is write that in your app, that I'm not a texter. People are going to love that. Interesting. I'm going to do that. Like, yeah. And, and, Eileen, and Eileen, as I understand it, you know, up until the chat um, lane, you could put all of this bullshit about yourself and you know then maybe somebody got interested to the point where well let's have a conversation well i mean when it comes to the conversation that's where the rubber meets the road i mean if i'm talking to you will eileen and i've told you that i did the high jump you know I'm, you're, you're gonna know if it's bullshit that's why i yeah. think that the chat thing is really important Exactly. Well, I want to go back to what Jesse said um, about you're out in public, you're wearing a mask. How do you overcome the fear that's present? I want to point out the Super Bowl. Uh, right before the Super Bowl, the uh, <laughs> this doctor who was hired to uh, to deal with concussions ended up switching roles, and he ended up doing a study on the transmission rate of COVID among football players. And what he found was. Out of the 0.08%, 0 .08%, I think, or something of transmission among NFL players, where they were catching the virus from each other was inside or eating meals together. So playing on the field outside, and they're not wearing masks. They have these, except for their helmets, they're not wearing anything covering their nose and mouth, and yet they're not getting sick on the field outside. So I think people can have a little you know, feel a little more comfortable with if you're outside and you're maintaining social distance, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Well, I, I can say that I, I actually coached people outside in New York City uh, in the fall when the weather was nice. And, you know, uh, we were able to, to go oh, get past social fear, meet and connect with new people that were open. And there was a significant amount of people that were open to meet, men and women both. And we were able to do that safely. And then for people that have dates, and then that's up to them, you know, what lines they're going to cross and if they feel comfortable and safe with somebody. But uh, none of those people got COVID uh, that they dated or were at that time anyway. Now, since, since uh, you know, most singles are meeting on, you know, on dating apps, how much responsibility do you believe that those datings, dating apps have? None. Yeah, none. 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 Why, everybody knows you're taking a risk meeting someone at this point. Everybody knows that the dating app is there. You know it's there. The whole purpose of the dating app is to meet up with somebody and hook up. You're not going there to wear masks. You're going there to hopefully at some point find someone you like and have sex. 
Well, you know, good luck. <laughs> but am, I, am, I, am, I, am I wrong? Steve, you should have been a lawyer, dude. I'm telling you The only thing that kept me out of law school was high school. <laughs> well, you know, this has been a really interesting conversation. I'm really glad that I, you know, it's a good group here. I would like to get each one of you to give a closing statement of how you see us moving forward in the future. We've talked about some of the positives, what we should do, what we can do. I would like to know how each one of you personally plans on addressing this. Let's start with okay. ladies first. Let's start with Aviva. You mean going forward in what way? Through the pandemic or relationship-wise? We're at the we're at the sort of the 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 last act of this pandemic. So hopefully within the next six months to a year, it's all going to start winding down. How do we <laughs> how do we start to, you know, decondition ourselves? Because, you know, you're, you're saying all these things about it's, you know, this person didn't get COVID from hanging out here. The football players didn't get COVID, but it's easy to talk about it, but it's harder to act. And how do we do that? Because I am petrified. Well, from my area of work, I'm helping people feel connected in their confinement and in their sh shared spaces. So I just encourage the couples I work with to continue the skills they've learned, even though they're going to have the world open up more, because the things they've learned and the way they feel connected uh, through my work with them is something that will carry through no matter what the circumstances are. So it's not about so much dating. The people I know are already together. But that's my that's my take on it. You're saying that, you know, and you have a great point, and this is what, you know, how, how relationships kindle, you know, walking side by side for that walk. You can still go out and walk side by side and, and be safe, but there is something about that physical chemistry, that physical energy when you're face to face, even with a mask, uh, you know, uh, I, I think there's a great argument there. What about you, Grillo? Uh, well, first I want to say, yo, yo, what's up, Kiki? You got a man? Where you at? <laughs> uh, for, I, I want to tell a quick story. So you were talking about like fake, fake, you know, pictures and stuff like that. And there was one time that that happened to me where it was this really cute redheaded girl that I met online. You know, I I, I don't mind a girl that's curvy, and and but you know, there's there's everybody has their their physical li limit. So um, we would talk online, and, and her pictures were curvy, and I was like, I, that's cool. I like that. But when I met her in person from a distance, uh, again those pictures from were from like ten years ago, and I was I was uh, at the dilemma where, wow, that is not her picture. That was not an honest picture. Um, a lot that of things. A lot. A lot of things have happened since those pictures. Okay, and I, I, I but I was a man of my word. I wound up having a date with her. And um, we got kind of loaded and wound up going back to my place. And it was sort of a, a first time for me. And, and and the situation got worse when things started getting heated. And she said, help me off with my spanks. And... Uh, <laughs> Do you really want to go any further, Grillo? No, I, I should. First of all, it's really uh, beginning to, uh, you know... Uh, no, that was the punchline. I thought that, that was kind of funny, but no, I, but I still went along with the date, but it was definitely not a true picture. Well, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm not afraid 
I'm cautious. I wear my mask reluctantly. I, my, my ears are fucking right here. I don't know if anybody's got the same problem as me, but I got scabs right here from wearing a mask. I just came back from the Dominican Republic where the airline was the airline was COVID compliant. The resort was COVID compliant. You got a COVID test as soon as you came in. And, you know, they, they, all the staff wore the masks. They made sure you wore the masks. There was uh, sanitation stations every 50 yards. I think it's just about time that people start getting out of the house. You know, Texas yeah. just dropped the, the mask ban, so did Florida. And it's, it's if you're if you if you act like an adult and you go out and you know do what adults are supposed to do, then this shouldn't be a problem. I agree. I agree. And and uh, Jeffrey, how you you seem? I see you out there a little bit cavalier. You seem to be, you know, flipping your nose at the the virus a little bit. What's your? How, how are you moving forward, or are you just going to continue, you know, doing what you're doing? I continue doing what I'm doing. I take a very holistic approach. So it's important for all of us, if you want to conquer fear, that we're in a good emotional state. So you got to get your sleep, finish your sleep. Otherwise, you're going to wake up with excess cortisol, which means more stress. Stay away from sugar because that instantly drops your immunity. Okay. Exercise every single day. Get outside as much as possible and take care of yourself because this is going to pass. And we can still just live in the moment knowing that it's going to be a brighter future. So you know, the weather is getting warmer. Spring is a, you know, two weeks away from now. Start going outside. Go, go hiking. Walk on the beach. Even if there, you can't go swimming in the water, it's too cold. Or travel to Miami, like where John is right now. And I'll be down there in a couple weeks. And Jimmy, what about here. you, Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy, how well, are you going to... I'd like to say, Jeffrey, uh, my brother would love you. He's a, um, he's a health nut. I mean, I always told him for years, you're going to die healthy. I... Uh, I have sugar probably every day of my life. I never get sick, and I don't doubt your wisdom, but I'm not changing now, um, although the intake's probably a little less. I'll tell you something, guys. I'm 71 years of age, and um, you know, I led an active life and traveled a little bit and uh, you know, visited stations around the country, but I'll tell you what. When this shit hit, you realized <laughs> You could walk into Walgreens and it was big casino for you. I mean, it, you had to address your mortality if you were in that age range. And I'll tell you, I, I did. My uh, my my uh, college daughter called me one day. She was shaking. She was just so afraid that dad was going to, you know, succumb to this. And uh, I told her, honey everybody's got an expiration date. You know, I even walked myself through it, telling her and, um, you know, and I, and you and I have talked, uh, Jesse, I think this is a, I don't think this is a man-made virus and there's proteins in it that don't make sense. And so we have to be cool for a very, very long time. This has been another amazing episode of The Alarmist. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you for contributing your points of view. I think anybody watching this is going to learn a lot. I think there's a positive future for all of us. We just have to keep doing what we're doing and start to get a little courage, don't you think? Let's get out there. Yeah. And, and Grillo, oh, yeah. don't eat so many wieners, okay, Grillo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you interrupted my dinner, Jesse Nash. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You know, so much go on, Grillo. Don't forget, we should also mention um, we're talking about uh, COVID and having clean air. We should have the air fair uh, that, that sponsors this network. 
That's they right. They have a, a bright, shot. A bright shot. Wear the bright shot shirt. They have a filtration system that ionizes the air particles that attracts any type of disinfectant in the air, and it sort of purifies the air. So you go to Brightshot and check out the air of them. Brightshot.com. It's spelled B-R-I-T-E-S-H-O-T. And it's the next level of air purification and COVID-friendly living. Um, uh, street spot me. Everybody has a issue with uh, living in New York or wherever you are in a, park, a Walmart parking lot, and you can't find a spot. You're driving around, and you're angry and mean. Street spot me is on uh, the uh, the Play Store, the Apple Play Store, and somewhere else. Noah, maybe you can help me out with that. Um, it's an app where you trade spots. So if you're getting ready to leave, it flags, hey, I'm leaving, and you're like, I need a spot. And it's $6 to get the spot. But if you give the spot up to someone else, you get $4 back. So you're only paying $2 for the spot, and you don't have the headache. So especially in New York, you're driving around. You know how bad it is to get a parking spot in New York. Street spot me. Uh, uh, you, You ping when you're leaving. Someone pings you back. You wait for them. You ping each other again. You got $4 back, and the person gets a spot. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. All right. And uh, everybody stay safe and start living. All right. Another episode comes to a close. Thanks, Grillo. All right. Love you. Thank Love you. you. Good job, Jesse. Thank you. thank you, Aviva. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Eileen. And thank you, Jeffrey, you. as always. I'm hypnotized. You, you know that. Yo, yo, Kiki, <laughs> call me. Call me. 